This is Leslie, Thinking Upwards. Welcome to the Walnut Women podcast. You know, right thinking about God leads to right living. Join our conversation as we discuss various topics through a biblical lens and a Christ-centered worldview. We hope the Word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit will help you live out gospel-transformed lives for the glory of God. In this episode, Alice, Merrill, and Amy join me as we talk about how we are dealing with the impact COVID has on our relationships and the ways we can continue to be intentional to care for one another. This is the Walnut Women Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Okay, hi everyone. Um, This is another episode of Walnut Women and today we have another guest with us. So I'd like to ask you to introduce yourself, uh, your family, and um, your work. Hi everyone, my name is Amy. Um, A little bit about my family. Uh, My parents are Mike and Katie. My mom has been on this podcast, um, so that's kind of fun. Um, I have an older brother and an older sister. Neither of them are at FCBC, but my brother and his wife have a daughter who is turning one in October, and my sister and her husband have a daughter who turned one in August. So it's been really fun being an aunt for the first time. Um, For myself, I work as a civil engineer, and I'm very grateful to be working from home. And whenever I have mindless work to do, I've actually been recently listening to a lot of podcasts. So it's special to be here today to talk with all of you. Thanks for being willing to join us. Um, So today our topic is really exploring the impact of this COVID pandemic on all of our relationships. And I know we have different spheres, different kinds of relationships. We have those of our immediate blood family, we have coworkers, we have friends and our communities. And as believers, we have our church, which is the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And today, I just want to start off by asking Amy to share a little bit about how your relationships have been impacted in the past six months. Like, how have you been adapting and accommodating to this physical distancing or, you know, at the beginning, the quarantine and now every time you want to see someone, you got to wear a face mask. So how is that working out for you? Yeah, like you said, there are a lot of different spheres of our lives, different relationships that have been impacted in different ways. Um, And I think one that has been maybe more challenging during that pandemic is, um, I help out with youth ministry. And for that stage of life, bonding doesn't really happen over like long, deep conversations that's possible over virtual platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really about doing activities together, interacting with one another Mm -hmm. and physically being together. So I think that's definitely um, a relationship that has been harder to feel as connected. Um, At the same time, there are other relationships that have strengthened. One example is, I don't know if you could say the same. Well, Leslie, like, I don't think I talked to you much before this pandemic, actually. (laughs) And now we've started praying together on, like, a weekly basis. And I think Mm -hmm. that's been a blessing. You know, there are still new friendships being formed. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, across the board, I think intentionality has always been important in relationships. But Mm -hmm. how that intentionality looks has really shifted. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think one thing that has really come up from this pandemic of people really spending more time in their homes. And if you're home, if you don't have a lot of, you know, members in that household, it's, it's some pretty lonely times for a lot of people. Or if you don't know how to have a, you know, a virtual relationship with someone um, because you were just, you know, from the older generation and you thrived and relied upon physical interactions, mm -hmm. I think that we've really seen like more people just struggling mm -hmm. with longing to be together and struggles with loneliness emotional sadness even like going down um for some like towards depression but um i think for the sake of today let's just talk about why we have these struggles like why do we long to be with other people why do we need physical interactions and social interactions and spiritual interactions so that's my first question i'm just gonna throw out to you guys um so i want to go first I think as believers, um, we have to remember that God himself is in a triune Godhead and he has experienced community from the very beginning of time, you know, the most intimate community. And I think as we're made in God's image, we have that same longing and desire to be intimately acquainted with someone, you know, mm -hmm. we all, even though like we might be introverted. It still feels good to have someone understand us and <laughs> empathize with us. And um, yeah, just like to know exactly what we're thinking or feeling without us having to voice that. And I think because we're physical beings, it's really hard to experience that type of intimate community virtually. Um, even mm. when we're talking, even though we're so blessed to have the internet during this time because we still can see each other and talk to each mm. other, it's really not the same because first of all, only one person can pretty much talk at a time. You can't, you know, you can't all talk at the same time. And you know, like us as women, we love to just like all just like, <laughs> Talk, 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 and, you know, and somehow we, we still understand what's going on in the conversation. Like that's something that I really miss um, mm -hmm. on virtual space. You can't do that. Secondly, there's like so many things that are communicated physically that you can't really get on virtual space. Like that's if everyone's true. all concentrated on the person who's talking, yeah. it's hard to like see um, nonverbal cues that other people might be expressing, yeah. you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I think, there is the blessing of internet, but there's also just a lot of limitations that I think even things we took for granted, you know, even when you see someone face to face, mm. now they're wearing a mask. And in my mind, I'm just yeah. like, I'm just going to think they're smiling back at me, even though I don't know, you know, like, I don't even know if they're actually looking at me, but I'm just going to wave at them and act like mm. they're back at me and smiling at me, <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Um, you know, like how you talk about because God himself, you know, has the three in one, right? Is Trinity mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he is the relational God. And he yeah. wants to not he he did not just make each one of us. He wants to have a relationship with each one of us. And mm -hmm. and because of that, you know, uh, I remember Henley uh, preached a couple of weeks ago in his sermon how we must have that right relationship with Jesus before we can extend our relationship with others around okay. us and so talking about spiritual community you know i have to say that during this pandemic you know um i see some of my brothers and sisters they are in huge need of mm -hmm. such relationship to be maintained or 
or like Amy said, to be strengthened. Um, as you said earlier, we have a lot of uh, our older, uh, you know, elderly brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. They're really struggling because mm -hmm. that they only only thing they know is to be physically interacting, you know, in the same place, the same time, mm -hmm. having those conversations and. And like you said, I miss those spontaneous conversations. I will always can start talking at the same time. So many <laughs> mouths are opening, but we still understand what we're talking about. We say for people to track, you know, what's going on, right? Um, I miss those times. And and those elderly brothers and sisters, that's what they lack. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then I, I do see that this is being really impacted in a huge way, you know. And uh, so I, I really appreciate, you know, people like Leslie and her family, they always reach out to other people and from older generation to to me and to younger, I just see like how <laughs> I talked to her earlier. She said because her family is, is you know, they like to be lonely. I said, well, that's, so they want to go reach out to people, and that's great. But I also see it saddens me to see some brothers and sisters that they are lonely, but they don't know how to express it. They don't know how to, uh, you know, they know what to do to, you know, to 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 make things better. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, so it's really impactful, you know, uh, to our relationship in this during this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to just say, like, it's great. Technology is giving us this access, not just like a telephone call, but you mm. can actually do video chatting. And one thing that has, uh, that I've gained from this experience is prior to COVID, I never called anybody and I never <laughs> did video chatting. And now I think the first thing that I miss so much is just like, seeing people's faces and I didn't realize how like how much I cherish just like seeing faces and I think like the first few weeks when we um missed church I was envisioning like all the faces I got to see on a Sunday even if I didn't have an exchange or a greeting I think just the presence of people mm. I relied on my senses to to like experience that community like oh we're just all here together and i really took that for granted that you know this is like truly a gift to have presence physical presence and these zoom meetings cannot replace that whatsoever i really don't like speaking to a screen and everyone's muted and i see them like, <laughs> <laughs> and i can't hear i can't like send <gasps> Wait, what are you thinking? I see her face laughing, but I want to hear the laughter. So I think like it's it's been definitely a struggle. Like even the virtual interaction, it doesn't and cannot replace these physical interactions. And I think it really speaks to how healthy, like how these interactions are healthy for us and they give us strength and they bring us so much joy. And Meryl, I, I kind of liked what you shared as well about God being a triune. Um, he shares in, with, in fellowship with his son and his Holy Spirit. And this time has really made me focus on the blessings that God has given us in Christ and why I have such a longing to see family and as well, like my spiritual family, my church family, my brothers and sisters in Christ even if I may not know them like a lot, I think there's just so much value that we are one body because mm -hmm. Christ has purchased us and now we all share in the yes. fellowship through the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit and we need each other. So yes, I think this is, it's really pointed me to um, 
reflect on the body of Christ, the beauty that Christ has died for us and purchased us and we are one in Christ. And I think that's why I long to be with the church because I feel incomplete by myself. Mm -hmm. So that's just something that I've been thinking of. Yeah, I think the church is really unique in like what you're saying, how we're all united purely because of Jesus. I think like in all other communities that you have, there's like another commonality that holds you together, you know, like, like we all play poker or, you know, we all play tennis or something like that. You know, there's that outside, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. in the body of Christ, like when I think something that I was thinking of is that when we go to church, we see people who we wouldn't normally maybe interact with because we don't really have anything in common with them. But we see uh, people, those people, and we see that, you know, we're able to have this commonality that, hey, Jesus died for our sins and we're able to be brothers and sisters and we're able to like bless yeah. each other even though we don't really know mm-hmm. each other um, right, right. even something as little as like seeing like the ushers say hello like yeah. that's something where before covid i would have been mm-hmm. like oh yeah you just yeah. say hello but now when i think about it i'm like oh man like i really miss seeing those ushers mm-hmm. and having them mm-hmm. greet me or even like like reaching out for a handshake or just yeah. a simple tap on the shoulder like those little i'm not a touchy-feely person at all (laughs) but just those little like like touches or interactions Mm. like now i find myself sometimes i want to like touch someone's shoulder i'm just like oh no like don't do that (laughs) um i didn't realize like how ingrained it is in our in our communication and how important it is you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, personally, um, I think we can shift the conversation and talk about how, you know, for those who are struggling with um, their emotions at this time of loneliness and some other struggles, like, what are some, some ways that we can, you know, speak some encouragement and what does God say to the people who are struggling um, in this time in their own homes and their they're not getting all the interaction because they don't know how to. Mm. Yeah, I think like what everyone was mentioning, we're definitely created to be in community and to have relationships because God himself is relational and we're made in his image. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that feeling of loneliness is not in itself a sin. Mm -hmm. And it is the reality of our sin-stained world though. Um, And I think it does just present an opportunity to look into our own hearts. Mm-hmm. And when I think about loneliness, mm-hmm. I think it's helpful to consider Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, like it says in Hebrews 4, um, that we have a great high priest who is able to mm-hmm. sympathize with our weaknesses. And if we look at a passage like Isaiah 53, where we know that Jesus was despised and rejected by, man, mm-hmm. by men, um, a man of sorrows, that he of all people would know what loneliness feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came to accomplish a mission that no one on this earth could comprehend. But we also have his example where he would frequently retreat to places to pray to God the Father. Mm-hmm. And he found comfort in communing with God himself. And I think um, that in itself, in itself is also an example to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that Christ has experienced what we are experiencing um, and there's comfort in that and um, 
there really is fullness of joy in God's presence and Jesus is an example of that. Yeah, that, that is so good. Like, I think when we recognize that every struggle that we can experience, like Christ has experienced, and it gives us hope because, um, you know, it's pointing us to the hope of Christ and the hope that we have. And, you know, the fellowship that we share with him is the first and foremost important one. I think if we lack that fellowship with Christ, we can't share fellowship with believers, you know, when we won't have access to it. And so I think like in this time, it's the believers have been given such a rich access to this fellowship. Oops. Um, And I think it really does, I think, Alice, you were saying earlier, it begins with like our contentment and our satisfaction in Christ and the joy that only he can give to us and to fulfill our deepest longing for intimacy or intimate relationships. Like we can't have intimate relationships with others if it doesn't overflow from our walk with Christ. So I think that's a really important aspect for us as believers to like focus on and dwell on that like there's a right priority of how relationships Mm -hmm. flow that give god glory yes 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 and i i think i uh, just as you all mentioned earlier how you know we our relationship with christ is the foundation of how we would desire and longing for relationship with others and um, as amy mentioned you know jesus is the prime example for us all mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. i really just you know so when i think about how each one of us i think that there's time that i feel lonely as yeah. well you know even though i'm surrounded by my family and then mm-hmm. i realize that that's when i am not spiritually in tune with, with god and that's when i start feeling this loneliness and i start feeling like that discontentment in my heart mm-hmm. and and that's of course that's a negative example of what we're talking about here but but that's very real you know, that's real that we have those struggles in our hearts as well and so even though we were facing this um loneliness during this time and we were we cannot physically see each other or spending time with each other um but i would want to encourage you know all of us even for myself you know i want to see this as a a spiritual battle because i can make a decision i can choose to be contained in Christ. And I can choose to take courage to say, look, you know, even I feel lonely at this point, but you know, God, I know that you are with me and you are not leaving me just by myself. And you also you provide so many brothers and sisters that I can, you know, um, really can walk together with me and beside me, you know, I got to take that courage to, uh, to realize that he has an important purpose for me, even during this time, you know, and, like we talked about earlier, uh, before Miro came on, like, you know, we were talking about sanctification process. You know, just like during this time of waiting, during this time of, uh, you know, we don't know when this COVID is going to end. We don't know when we're going to be able to go back to church to worship together. Like not just outdoor worship, but like, you know, like we're going to be together, like seeing worship together and, you know, just like be able to uh, fellowship together, you know, and we don't know when that's going to happen. But I was, I would take courage and say, look, you know, God, you're in this. You have your greater purpose for me. You're you know, you're, you're shaping us, you're, you know, pruning us, you're equipping us, and, and we will be able to, you know, walk onward, even without knowing when this is going to end, because we have one another to walk with. We have Christ. Mm-hmm. We have one another to walk with in Christ. So, yeah, so that's really comforting and encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you touched on a good point, too, that 
even before COVID though, um, loneliness was still a reality, even when we were physically together. Mm. And I think it's important to realize that people are not the solution, that um, my guest community is important and we're made for relationships, but people cannot solve that problem. The church even cannot eradicate loneliness, but it is a matter of going to God with our hearts and knowing that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Like in um, when Paul talks about learning how to be content in every situation, it's followed up by that verse that God is the one who gives us just the strength to be able to find contentment in him alone. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, loneliness is maybe magnified during this time, Yeah, but it's still a matter of going to God and not to other people for your satisfaction. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well said. So um, one of the passages that Hanley um, preached on a couple weeks ago from 1 Peter 4, Mm -hmm. there was a main point about, um, I think from verse 8, how we are commanded to love each other earnestly. And it was a, it's a command of like how we ought to engage with the body of believers is to love one another and to care for one another. And I think this really is a foreshadow of, you know, our eternity with Christ. Our union with him means that we have this eternal relationship of love that should express itself in joyful and affectionate service to one another for each other's own good. So I think we can close this time by just talking about like the ways that the church can continue to serve one another and to build each other up in the body of Christ. So what do you guys um, think are ways we can continue to stir each other to love and good deeds? I think uh, part of it is we have to be open to, I think with like virtual space, we have to sort of put ourselves out there. Like we can't expect people to sort of read what Mm -hmm. we're going through as much because they don't see us as often, or we don't have like those casual interactions that other people can sort of measure us by. Um, So I think there's a burden on our part to really share where we're at or how we're struggling or how we can be supported um, to allow the body of believers to, to, to help bear our burdens, you know, or to rejoice with those who rejoice or to weep with those mm-hmm. who weep, you know, like it's so easy during this time to hide and mm-hmm. to, to not put those things forward. Right. But I think it's just a very important time to um, really just put ourselves out there and to allow the body of Christ to care for us and to let the body of Christ know if we need caring for, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, along those lines, I said this in a former podcast, how one of the hardest things for people, maybe even in our culture, is to be able to identify yeah. our needs and mm. to express it in form of asking for help. Yes. And we said mm. it earlier how... Uh, you know, just to ask someone, like, can you call someone up and say, I'm struggling and I, mm-hmm. and I ask you for prayer? Like, who's going to mm-hmm. deny you that kind of help? Or, mm-hmm. if, you know, like for our family, because we're really kind of strapped in our homes, there's nowhere that we can really go with my kids. So I, a lot of times I just schedule people, I just schedule to like 
talk to people or if we can, you know, visit or make some kind of interaction, even if it's from our cars and we're waving. Mm -hmm. I think those are some of the things that like, I don't want to neglect because we still have yeah. options to do things or mm -hmm. meeting outdoors in a safe place. Like a park is a great example. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after like an hour or two of just fellowship with yeah. another couple or family, it's like, wow, that was so refreshing. Like just to, to think outside the box and to be intentional and not to be afraid to ask someone, hey, yeah. are, you have time to meet up. Can I, can I catch up with you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love those um, suggestions. And actually, you ladies are the one that helped me live through that because, you know, I just, it's always a joy to receive Alessi's text and say, hey, we're going to have lunch at the party. Want to come join us? Our family? <laughs> you know, I appreciate that, Leslie, and it's just how, you know, how, I'm Lovely learning not to is. be afraid of projection. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But Meryl, Meryl, you're so right on because I think that, again, we need to open ourselves up and let people know that we have, we are in need and it's, and it's okay. And, and, and we talked about earlier about uh, our elderly brothers and sisters. And I see that's how they always feel like they don't want to burden people. Mm. They don't want to burden. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like, oh, this young family, they're busy enough. Mm. I don't want to burden them. You know, they, like Amy's working, like Meryl has like, you know, has full-time job and has young kids and Leslie has like, you know, homeschool mom, too busy. I don't want to burden them even though I'm lonely, even though I need mm. someone to talk to. I don't want to burden them. Mm. But I think that we need to come and realize that, you know, there's no such a thing as a burden in God's family. And we talked about earlier in our community, that's what God has created us and to be and has created us for one another and for him, mm. for himself, for his pleasure and for one another to be know together with so yeah mm -hmm. i just really um again you know i am the one that really benefit from you know from your your all great ideas and gathering and uh you know and i i to me i i see that because you know you encouraged me to do that so i also start reaching out to normal families and i you mm -hmm. know i just call, you know text meryl can i just drop by your house and drop something off <laughs> you guys <laughs> and then you know and he says she's like oh sure but you know i just again have the thoughts but put it into action i think that's mm. something that we we all shall you know we shall do you know and mm -hmm. then encourage each other to move towards that direction mm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a really good point um like all of you mentioned the need to be open and um honest about what you're going through and i think mm -hmm. in virtual space it's a lot easier to just turn off your camera or to be mm -hmm. like very selective about who you talk to who you interact with Mm -hmm. um but yeah to recognize where we are made to know and to be known mm -hmm. and i think about one of my friendships that has been a long distance friendship but we've actually grown a lot in our friendship because of the intentionality with one another and it started with someone saying like hey i need accountability mm -hmm. and reading scripture every day can you just text me when you read um, and then from there we started texting each other every day and that would just always open up a conversation yeah. and that started with like someone admitting a weakness mm -hmm. um, yeah and like looking at the biblical one another is like knowing what it looks like to confess sin to one another or to mm -hmm. exhort one another daily mm -hmm. um, those are very like life on life kind of mm -hmm. calls for us um, mm -hmm. and sometimes like very puts us in very vulnerable positions mm -hmm. but see a lot of fruit from um, the way that God uses that to shape us and to sharpen us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it starts off with that desire to 
be accountable to others and hold others accountable um, in love the way that God calls mm. us to. Yeah, yeah. Such a blessing. <laughs> yeah, such a blessing. Yeah. I always go back to John 15, or sorry, John 17, <laughs> and Jesus' yes. priestly prayer for his disciples and yeah. believers. And I just really have hope in knowing that, like, our end goal is to be unified and to be. Yes. Oh my gosh, sorry. Yes. Um, yes. Like, you know, like a united body, and that's the work he's going to be mm -hmm. he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. And even though we have some like challenges and barriers, like there's still the spiritual work in our hearts that the Lord yes. is doing. And we we don't see the full picture because we just see our own lives and the one mm -hmm. in front of us. Yeah. But I just love like God's plan for the church and that you know we are united through this new covenant that we have in Christ and through this covenant like he he's given us this spiritual community which is so rich it's such a blessing we get mm. to give to the the body and we get to receive the blessings of being in the body and there's this kind of mutual commitment to one another yeah. that we are just committed you know we're going to walk mm -hmm. together through this and god is still building us up and we just need to do our part we need to be mm -hmm. faithful we don't have to worry about reaching hundreds of people we just have mm -hmm. to be faithful to love the ones that god has placed right yes. in front of us or the ones he puts on our hearts and brings to our minds so i think that's just my encouragement that you know there is so much goodness that god is doing in his work that um by faith, we can see it or we can believe it and we can continue just to be faithful to those in our lives, to love them, to care for them, to pray for them, mm -hmm. and to help meet any needs if there's anything we can do. Mm -hmm. So I think we're just going to conclude our time today. And we appreciate you, Amy, for joining us and <laughs> having this conversation. God has given us this precious gift of fellowship with the body of believers through the fellowship we have in Christ Jesus. My prayer is that we will continue to love and cherish the church just as he has modeled to us through his humility and sacrificial love. Join us next time on the Walnut Women podcast. Thanks for listening.